You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV presents Chatting with Kathy. Sit-down interviews with Hollywood's leading actors, artists, and entrepreneurs. And now, your host of Chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and today we're doing another after show for Chatting with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me today is dancer-turned-actor. He was the runner-up in So You Think You Can Dance Season 7, and now stars in Teen Beach Movie on Disney Channel. Thank you so much for being here, Kent yes. Boyd. Thank you for having me. Um, so you narrowly escaped a parking ticket uh, right before we taped. Good day. But how's your day going? It's so going far? great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, bright and early and having a good one. Cool. So let's go back to the very beginning. Uh, you started dancing at a very young mm-hmm. age. What originally got you into it? Funny story. I was really involved in sports and kind of did all that, uh, but my mother was like, you have so much energy, I need to get you out of the house, and it needs to not be something that's seasonal, because sports were, you know, either in the fall or just in the summer. She's like, I need something all year round to get you out of the house. And so <laughs> she just knew a friend of a friend and got into dance, and it was all year round, and I was in class, like, after school every day, and got to get rid of some of my energy and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was all because of my mom. Yeah? Yeah. And your siblings dance as well? Your little sister dances? Yeah, my sister dances. My older brother, like, did for, like, a year because it was kind of cool, you know, and did, like, hip-hop and in the, you know, summer finale, like, shows and all that kind of stuff. But he didn't stick with it very much. But, yeah, my sister is a senior in high school, and she's still dancing at the studio that I grew up in. Cool. And you grew up in Wapakoneta, Ohio. Did I pronounce it correctly? You did. Okay. So, very small town, rural, lots of mm-hmm. farms. What was family life like growing up? It was awesome because it was, we were so tight knit. And it was like, um, I went to a public school, K through 12. And like in my graduating class, there was like 34 kids. And um, you just knew everybody. And so you could walk down the street and you could, you know, growing up, I lived in town right across from the post office. So I literally got to my bike and I could hang out with like 12 of my classmates or anybody of my friends and get a, you know, kickball game going or a baseball game. And so it was a, it was an awesome town to grow up in, um, you know, very small. So it wasn't a lot of opportunities dance wise and all that kind of stuff. But I wouldn't change, you know, my uh, growing up and all the awesome stories that I got to do as a kid. I had a really great childhood. Yeah. How often do you get to go home now? Uh, I, I go back every Christmas, uh, but this Christmas is really exciting because my brother's having his first child, oh, and so I'm going to be an, an uncle, uncle, which is weird. But <laughs> that's going to be a fun little party the Boyd family will be having. But I usually go back around Christmas and usually like the 4th of July, which kind of sometimes works out every year that I end up going back for that. Yeah. So did you grow up on a farm or there were just farms in your town? J- yeah, just farms in my town. Okay. Like, I didn't live on a farm, but like yeah. right next to us, I live like right next to a cornfield and you know my school was really into agriculture and 4-H and all that kind of stuff so I knew a lot about it and the fairs and all that kind of stuff we grew up and all my friends would show cows or pigs or you know all this kind of <laughs> stuff which was like normal talk for us and like selling steers and da 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 and all that and you come out here and like what is that <laughs> uh but yeah so that's kind of like the lifestyle that we kind of grew up in and people you know don't leave hometown. They kind of stay there with, with their families and kind of just grow up there because they love it so much. Mm-hmm. So you auditioned for So You Think You Can Dance in Chicago. Yep. You drove the, all the way there. Yep. Um, so what was the deciding factor in auditioning? Yeah, well, it was interesting because 
like a week before I was in Chicago auditioning for Juilliard. Oh, really? And so that was my dream. Yeah. And um, I literally went into the audition and like 15 seconds and got cut. Like they didn't even like look at me. And so I was like devastated like that my whole life. I was like, this is what I want to do. And mm-hmm. they didn't give me the time of day. I didn't have the recommendations. I didn't have, I didn't know anybody. So I was kind of like, I don't know what, what's going to happen with my future and all that kind of stuff. And so my mom was like, well, you're 18. I was like, all right, well, let's just go g- give it a try. They're going to be in Chicago next week. And it's like a four-hour drive or whatever. And mm-hmm. so we were just like, let's do it again. And so, you know, my cousins came along. And it was kind of like an experience. We were just like not expecting anything. We just – I was just like, all right, well, you know, my – college plans didn't really work out the way that I wanted to so you might as well give this a chance and try and see what kind of comes from it so there was really no expectations I was kind of going into it looking at it as an experience and trying to get as much knowledge from the audition process because I've never done anything it was one of my first auditions ever yeah and so you think you can dance produces so much incredible talent like there are just so many talented yeah. people on the show and I remember you know watching the audition phase you had no expectations of even making it past the Vegas audition. Right. I mean, I didn't even know what what really kind of went on when I auditioned in Chicago. And, and then, you know, I ended up getting the ticket and I was just, you know, my teachers and everybody kind of knew and, you know, a camera crew came to my hometown. And so that kind of like blew it up and I was like, wow, this could be something. Uh, but I still went into it just being like, all right, I really don't know. I don't know what how I rank to the other dancers. I don't know how... I am compared to them because I haven't ever danced at this level or this caliber before. Yeah. And obviously, from being on the show, your following grew. Um, I think I looked it up, and there are 10,000 people that live in Wapakoneta, and you have over 150,000 followers on Twitter now. Yeah. So what is it like? Uh, was there a point where you knew that you had, you know, this following, this kid from middle of nowhere, Ohio, has this following that's international? Yeah, I, I don't think that there was a point where I was just like, whoa. I think that there was like a point where I was on the show and like just realizing that I was like the normal kid, like watching it. Because I remember, you know, I've been to tours. I've been to like uh, season four tour and, you know, watching Twitch and Katie Sheen and all these people. I was like, wow, I can do this. I can do this. And then the whole time what I wanted to share with people is that you can do this. Like I am nothing special. I'm the average kid who did the studio training, who worked really hard, who sacrificed a lot. Uh, But that doesn't mean like, I just wanted to bridge the gap between the viewers and the actual dancers themselves. I wanted them to believe that they could do it because I really think that they can. Mm -hmm. And so I think people really, that was like my intention throughout the whole process is like, whoa, I can't believe I just did that. If I can do that and I freaking get a C in math, then you, can, <laughs> you know, you can do it too. And so that's, I think people kind of gravitated towards that energy of just being like, oh, this kid is just like me or this kid just really loves to dance. And that's mm-hmm. basically what it comes down to. It's so. really about the hard work yeah. and passion. Yeah. And you have to have a little bit of charisma and all that kind of stuff that goes into it. Yeah. And that's one of the things that the judges love so much was your personality yeah. and your charisma. Which I think came from my hometown, which came from, you know, the small upbringing, the really being social and walking down the street and being, you know, just really talkative and just pretty much happy. And I think that that really, so I'm really grateful because so many times I looked at my hometown like a burden, like, oh, I didn't get the opportunities that these other dancers got. But then in the long run, I think that it helped me because it gave you kind of that extra thing that other people don't have. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's another thing that I want to like share with people is that 
use what you have and and even in like the situations where you think that it's negative or that it's hurting you it's probably if anything it's making you special it's making you different and so that's something that i kind of learned as i grew up is that wow that my hometown made me special the upbringing that i had my my family the you know the agriculture the camping trips the yeah. all these things that you know aren't so normal for people out here were very normal for me that's so what cool. shaped you yeah just yeah. like living life being like a normal kid <laughs> So do you think if you hadn't made it on um, So You Think You Can Dance, what would have what would you have done? Mm, I would have went to Marymount Manhattan in New York. So I would have went to New York. And, and danced there? Yeah, I was going to go to college there. I got accepted in, into that program, and I was about to pay my first tuition like bill and then went out So You Think. Uh, but who knows? I, I don't know if I would have got caught up in the Broadway scene or, or if I would have made it out to L.A., um, but I know that my family wasn't too fond of me moving out to Los Angeles because it was so far away. So if it wasn't for the show, I don't know what would have happened. And now you have. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, now I live here and I don't know <laughs> if I ever want to move. Yeah. So um, what was your favorite part about the whole experience being on the show? Oh, I think the best part about it was working with all the choreographers and then the dancers themselves, the top 10 or the top 11 of season seven and then touring after it. So I think... The best part about it was all the connections and all the friends and all, like, the great experience you got, you know, doing live performances week after week and then the pressure and then the stress and then the, the joy and the triumph of, of finishing a challenge. I think it was, like, a boot camp that I got to go through or, like, a buffet and I got really fed and really <laughs> fit. So it was good. Great analogy. Yeah. Um, so who was your favorite dancer to work with? On my season? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, when I came back for season eight, I loved working with Sasha. So mm-hmm. that was really fun. But I loved working with Lauren, obviously. Yeah. We we did that prom piece together. We had a very was, memorable we were, Right. Together, and yeah. we were very much in you know, the same age and very similar in, you know, how we look at life and, and everything. So it was really fun to finally work with her. Cool. Um, so how did your family react and how did your town react since you came from a small town when they learned that you were going to be on the show? Ah, they went crazy. I even, like, when I finished the show and came back, I had, like, a whole parade. I didn't get in until, like, 4 a.m. You had a parade? Yeah, a parade. And they had, like, um, they had, like, a national holiday, which just kind of passed. They, like, changed the name from Wapakoneta to Wapakentetta on, like, what? Two, 2010, whatever the date was. It was, like... Yeah, and I got the key to the city. I mean, they were ecstatic. Yeah. And there's, like, YouTube clips of me, like, coming to my home school and, like, talking to, like, uh, you know, an assembly or, like, a whole gym field of, like, 2,000 people just, like, being, like, hey, thanks so much for the support. They really believed in me, and they they just were really proud. I think it kind of, like, made the small, tight-knit group even a little bit more tighter and stronger and just full joy. Yeah. It's cool. They're all very excited. Yeah, they were obviously. super happy. Do your, does your family tease you at all for Wapakentetta? <laughs> no, but I recently, because, like, literally, like, big news there is that they just got, like, a dollar general. So, <laughs> I know, right? And so, like, my mom was like, we just got a dollar general. And I, I was like, it. that is so weird. And so I went back home not too long ago, and I went to the dollar general and, you know, pulled out a magazine, and I, it was, like, a, a pop or, like, a tiger beat, and there my photo was. And they made me sign all the copies in there. And, oh my and like, tw- like, literally, you call, like, one person finds out, and then five seconds later, there's 15 people there that you know. And they just all came to the dollar general. We all just, like, hung out in the aisles. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So when you go home, you also, uh, you go back to the studio that yes. you trained at and you teach there yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I just went back. Um, I always do, uh, my sister, so it's her senior year, I always kind of do their small contemporary group there and I choreograph and I teach with the kids and like spend like six hours in the studio and just kind of, you know, give them any kind of type of knowledge that I can and pass on and, and also choreograph, which is really fun to get to work with those girls that I, you know, knew since they were like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. 
And she made a YouTube video where she said you were a little tough on her when you go back and teach oh, her. Oh my! I make I made her cry. I make her cry what? every. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I'm very tough, I guess, and especially to her because she knows I love her, so mm-hmm. she knows where it's coming from, so I'm just like... And you know her potential. Right, and so I'm very, very hard because I'm just like, I believe in you, but I need I, want, I would rather be pushed than to like not be told the truth, so I sometimes do a little too much and push them too far, but, you know, what Kelly Clarkson said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> so no, yeah, but she she's, she's great. She's a... A fine young woman. She's going to do great things. Mm-hmm. After So You Think You Can Dance, you moved to Los Angeles, or after the tour, rather. Yes. What was your family's reaction to that, since you are so... Tired? Yeah, they didn't care. They're just like, do what you think. And then I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And then they're just very supportive. And they're just like, yes, go have fun. And, and, you know, they raised me right, so they don't have any hesitations or whatever. You know, they still check in like family members do, and they always complain that I don't tell them enough. But... <laughs> It's good. They were good. They were yeah. just like, "Yep, yeah, go." Do you Skype them? Call them a lot? I I am bad. Really? I don't I don't Skype them, but I call them and I uh, text my mom a lot, and so we kind of keep in touch. And especially with the new baby coming along, she like calls me up and tells all the like you know what she's feeling because she's about to be a grandma. So is she nervous? Yeah, I think she is. <laughs> and my brother lives in Tennessee, so I think it's kind of hard for her too because she's gonna be so far away from the baby right when it's born. Yeah. But she's a preschool teacher, so she loves kids, but she's excited for it. But Did they ever come out here to visit? Um, yeah, they they did a lot when the show came, but they haven't since. Because it's just a lot of money for like the whole family yeah. of the five people to come out here. So I just end up going home. But they keep talking. They want to come out here. And I was just like, all right, we'll come when, when you want to come. Mm-hmm. You know, when they get off your jobs and all that kind of stuff. So what was the transition like going from rural Ohio mm. to... Out here in Los Angeles. City. It was rough. I think for the first year, it was really hard for me, especially... Um, being in the industry and having your friends and, and dealing with um, the competition of friends and then also dealing with the business and auditioning. Um, it was a lot for me to handle. It was kind of like that change from when kids go to high school to college. Mm-hmm. I kind of skipped that and went right from high school to real life and like hardcore, like in the industry and auditioning and then getting no's and, and getting um, a lot of feedback on how to like be better and all this kind of stuff. So and I took it really hard because I'm very much a perfectionist in the in, in my craft uh, but I think for that first year it was like you know you have to take time to find your friends you have to take time to settle in and enjoy the process because w- I'm very much like I want to I want to do it now I want to do it correct now and there are a lot of things especially with acting it takes time and um, you know with dance you can see you can see where you need to improve it's very visceral you can see it right in front of you where with acting it's kind of like a preference thing and it's also a growth thing where you have to like allow it to happen. You can't force it a lot. So I think that was just kind of like going through all those things. It was really challenging. So yeah. it was just kind of like the first year was just like, whoa, all these changes. Um, but now, you know, it takes, and then you find your friends, you find your group, you find your groove, you find, you know, like your little things to keep you sane. Cause you, for the longest time, I'm like, I want to be. <laughs> I love that because that's how I right. talk about it too. You need to stay sane when yeah, you're living here. Because you just think like, oh, I just want to be surrounded by artists and people who understand me. Mm-hmm. And then you get out here, and that's all you have. And you're just like, whoa, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of judging. There's no yeah. like set social infrastructure where like you have those built-in friends from your hometown right. or from college or whatever. You, you're you kind start of just thrust new. into it. Yeah, and I didn't have any of that you know because a lot of people if they went to college they kind of came out here and they knew a couple people or all that kind of stuff so I didn't really know anybody except for you know the 10 people that were on So You Think and um, some of the people that I made through that connection which was great and that if I didn't have that I don't know what would have happened um, 
but yeah, it was rough. But then, you know, you get over it and you get past that year and you start, you know, doing the things you love and you realize how beautiful of a city it is and how many opportunities are just right at your fingertips. You just have to go and do them. Yeah. How did you originally get into acting? Um, well, I was always into musical theater growing up and doing shows in my high school and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I found my manager through the show who also represents Kat Dealey. And she came up to me. She's like, you you have something. And she's like, do you want to act? I was like, yeah, I want to act. You know, and all these things that I never thought were possible until opportunity presented itself. Um, and so she came up to me and I was like, yeah. And so we've been on this journey for about two years together. And she's been my manager ever since. And um just sending me out auditions and been in class and studying and all that kind of stuff. So it was just, it was awesome how that kind of panned out, but I love it so much. I think I really enjoyed it. I think that doing it, I just realized that, uh, how much of an artist that I am, that I'm not just a dancer. I'm very much a storyteller. Mm -hmm. And I, the fact that I love dance is because it can tell stories in way that we can't when we're just talking here. Um, you're moving your bodies and it's kind of connects to a different part of your soul. And now I've done that so much of my life. I'm like, wow, I really want to connect to like the words and the, the actual things people are saying to each other and being present with a person and being like normal and just kind of diving into those challenges now that I'm not really like staying in front of someone and like moving my body and lifting <laughs> them 50 feet in the air. I'm just yeah. like standing in front of them and talking to them. And, um, so it's really fun that I get to tell stories like that now, and I'm working on that. And you've had some great roles so yeah. far. You auditioned for ABC Family's Bunheads, and then they ended up writing a role for yeah, you. You played was, Jordan. Yes. And then um, you were in Shake It Up, mm -hmm. and now you're in Teen, Teen Beach, Beach Movie. Which is another funny story, uh, how the audition process kind of happened. Because, you know, I went in for... You went in four or five times, yeah, right? Yeah, and um, I started out as a dancer, and so uh, I knew Christopher Scott. He was one of he was the choreographer of Teen Beach. He also worked on So You Think, and I got the call when I was back home in Ohio over Christmas. I was like, Puerto Rico, whoa! <laughs> like I want to do this, and um, you know, my agents emailed them, and they they got me into the callback, and then got the role as one of the skeleton crew. And uh, the director would come in a lot because he was really involved in the dancing. Jeffrey Hornaday, who was awesome. And um, I was like, hey, I act. And he's like, you do? I was like, yeah. And so I went in like four or five different times of just going in for different parts. It was a biker surfer, da-da-da. They didn't know where I wanted – they wanted me. But I was like, I want to act in this, you know. And finally in Puerto Rico. So I flew already to Puerto Rico. I didn't have the part yet, but I knew that I was up for it. Really? Either for Seacat or for Rascal or, you know, it would have been awful if I found out and I didn't get any. But, you know, that's how it kind of goes sometimes. And then he brought me in and he was like, you got the part. And I was like, woo! But it was just really cool how you just have to put yourself out there and ask and not be afraid and just be like, hey, I act. And he's like, all right, well, then come in and do it. And then worked really hard mm -hmm. in those auditions and trying to, like, get the role and being funny and crazy and whatever and got it. So it was, it was cool to kind of climb your way up the ladder, which yeah. seems to be a common thread of my life. And that's one of those things that a lot of people don't realize is in L.A., sometimes you just have to make yourself available for those opportunities to present themselves. Because, for sure. I mean, had you not gone there, had you just been like, well, they didn't pick me, I'm not going to go. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it's all about your mindset and it's all about being open because mm -hmm. if you're not open then you're not going to allow any of those opportunities to kind of manifest inside or do or whatever uh but yeah so it was a cool little experience and I, and it was crazy how it all panned out and now that it you know 18 or 17 or 13 I don't even know how many millions of views it had yeah. but it did so well and um it's kind of becoming like a little global phenomenon and hopefully it, you know the franchise just grows 
And so many people, I mean, it was very well recepted. And a lot of people are wondering whether there will be a sequel because it was kind of left open for that. So have you heard any news about that possibility? Um, You know, I've heard rumors, but I think we all kind of heard rumors. And I think, yeah, I'm just excited. (laughs) I think, you know, you kind of just go into the project and you go, okay. The fact that it was aired, you know, because so many times you film something and then it doesn't air, all this kind of stuff. And the fact that it actually went through and it did so amazing, you know, that's all. That's the best thing that can happen. And now you can't, like, really worry about the future, even though, like, I hear buzz and I'm just like, what, what, what's going on? And and then it's just like, all right, I just got to let it go and just see what happens. And if you're supposed to be in it, you're supposed to be in it. But hopefully, you know. Yeah. It did really well. And it was super fun. And the dancing in the 60s and the – I mean – it's so smart of Disney to bring that whole, like, teen beach party back. Because I think that generation, you know, like, my mom grew up with that, with mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it's so smart to, like, you know, sh- reintroduce this to kids modern day. And I think that they really, really loved it. And yeah. I think that they could explore even, like, greater things. Like, if they went into different decades or if they went into the present day or or back to the past or anything, these kids are kind of like back to the future time travelers and so they could kind of go wherever you wanted to and really not only be really fun but kind of give some great knowledge to kids about our past which tells us about where we are now yeah so you got the role of rascal which yeah. other roles did you audition for uh i think i auditioned for every other wor- role like butchie sea cat really? uh lug nut like all of them and that was all in la when you yep. auditioned and you didn't get it until you got out there. Right. And uh, they were also auditioning my buddy, um, Will, who was a dancer as well. But he auditioned in Puerto Rico. So I got Rascal and then still like Lugnut and all those people were open and then finally or something like that. But I knew that he had went to Puerto Rico and auditioned where I had already auditioned a couple times in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then Jordan didn't even, you know, who played Seacat, Jordan Fisher didn't come up. He didn't get the part until we were in Puerto Rico, and then they flew him out, and then we found out about Molly and all those people, and slowly, like, the little pieces kind of assembled, which was kind of, you know, last minute, but crazy how they kind of do it. And it was obviously a young and very fun cast. Oh, yeah. Do you have any memories from that? Oh, man. I mean, we were in Puerto Rico for two and a half months, and we were right on the beach, and, you know, we got to experience a different culture, and old San Juan, and all these amazing foods, and all, um, but we had a lot of really fun time on the beach and we got kayaks and uh, I spent a lot of time with Chrissy Fitch. She was one of my best friends. She played Chi Chi on it. Uh, but we would go out and adventure and it was so fun. And like, just like, I remember one of the days we all went like kayaking and like Ross and all these people and we were kayaking under a bridge and all the locals like got out of school. Mm-hmm. So like all these Puerto Rican kids are there and like right when they get out of school, they're like, you know, they take their backpacks off and they're like just jumping off bridges and into the water and just like, it was just cool to kind of see there the way they live and how like it was just cool to be a part of that did you pick up any spanish when you were there oh yes (laughs) uh what can you say oh i only picked up inappropriate things (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know um i don't what are they i always just called everyone bonita which is just beautiful Beautiful, yeah but that song i would say that i would sing that to the the they have wake- a lot of reggaeton yes i would sing it to the makeup artists and they loved it and i would, <laughs> oh, I would flirt with them and it was fun it's a completely different culture even yeah. though it's very close to the right. united states i mean like people will blare music out their car windows and yeah, it's, it's cool different world yeah 
Um, so Disney Channel obviously had their premiere where you walked the red carpet, but what did you do when the movie premiered on TV? Um, when it actually premiered, gosh, what, well, we did the whole, like, Good Morning America and The View, and we kind of did all that, which was super fun, and we went to New York and had a little trip there, but on the actual day, I know that, I know that they had, like, a cast party, which I didn't go to, I just had a little party at my house with my friends, because I was like, I want to watch this with all my buddies and yeah. all my friends, and I want to see them see it, and kind of had a little party, and, um, my friends came over, and they, like, made cool drinks and punch and popcorn and it was all like luau themed and it was super fun and they all came in like their swim That's trunks so and stuff and so it w- turned out really fun it was just kind of like a little group of mine but it was fun and then um got to see you know because i got to see the cast every other day after that and got yeah. to spend time with them so i was like i want to i want to hang out with my friends and just kind of do that with them which is really cool yeah um so Getting into your next project, It Remains. Yeah. This is something that is kind of your baby. And right. you have so many roles in it from producer to creator, and yeah. you act in it as well. So tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Um, so I think the reason that I, I wanted to produce my own short film is because as a dancer, I became a better artist when I choreographed, and I understood dance more. So I was like, wow, I really am you know, diving into acting. I really want to understand it and all the aspects of it. So I was just like, I want to produce something. I want to be on the other side. I want to, you know, go through post-production, pre-production, all that kind of stuff and write it and, and then, you know, work on the set and all this kind of stuff and how, you know, just to learn. And um, so I was like, all right, let's do it. And I did it with a, I went up to like a camp like an artist camp or whatever and kind of like came up with the idea and told my yeah it was like an artist retreat so i kind of and i'm where was it it's up at big bear oh yeah and so it's through it's through a church that i go to so Mm -hmm. it's like it's really fun and um i'm actually going next week which will be like a year this week of when i actually came up with the idea uh, but then I was just like, I want to do this. And so I got with one of my friends and we did a Kickstarter and we were like, let's just do it for like 3000 and we were going to like, um, finance it ourselves. But I was just like, might as well just go big and see what happens. And I remember we asked for like, they were like saying 9,000. I asked for 12,000. We ended up getting 20,000. Um, so it was really great response from everybody Dude, who donated. So much yeah, it was awesome. And you know, I did like a little, it remains tour where I went to some studios and choreographed there to get some money and some funding for it, which was really fun. Uh, and then kind of went from there and just like had the financing, found the director, found the producer. Um, you know, we had to scout locations and it's basically, it's basically, um, a story about love and falling in and out of love. And it's kind of entwined with some really great dancing. That's very deep. So it's, it's very grounded in a story. And that's something that I wanted to see because in so many, so many now currently, you know, we see like the step up or the teen beach or, or anything that has to do with dance. It's very positive and colorful and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, I want something a little bit more grounded, a little bit more real, a little bit um, filled with story and a little bit darker. Um, so it kind of kind of goes through that. And, it, and it's it's light at times and, it's, you know, kind of falls in love. But then, you know, there's also uh, the aftermath of love when it's done irresponsibly and, and kind of going through that too. So it was very much a passion project of mine and that I really was just super excited to tell a story like this. Uh, but now we're kind of, we finished it and yeah. um, now we're kind of going to film festivals and entering into Sundance and all that kind of stuff and see what kind of happens. And then uh, hopefully soon we'll be releasing it online for all the people who donated to watch it. But it was really fun. I created it with my friend Rose Marziali. So she's a very talented girl. So it was really fun. And you ended up 
filming around like July is when you wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Um, we filmed in like four days and it was in Los Angeles. Four days. Yeah, it was. Su- I was mean, it hectic? It was. It was. I mean, the producer was amazing, so mm-hmm. it was time to a T of when to do shots and this and that and that, and um, or it was three days. It w- it was very short. Yeah. But it, you know, we were working from morning to night. Uh, but yeah, it was it was great. It was a really awesome thing to like see something that you kind of thought of and then see that you can actually bring all these people together. You can like have crafty, you can have lighting and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, Whoa, I created this. It was it is really one of the most amazing feelings like awesome. that coming to fruition. Yeah. And I think that's why we were, we were created to create. And, um, so I think that's really fun. Cause I feel like we're our best selves when we're actually in, in a process of being creative or when we're actually in a process of doing something that we thought of and working hard and seeing it come through. Yeah. So I thought that was, it was one of, the most rewarding experiences, I think, thus far of my life. Did you find any challenges? Oh, after, yeah. You know, like, you had to wear so many hats. Yeah, and-, and even afterwards, seeing the final product, I was like, oh, I missed that, or, oh, I missed that, or this could have been better, this could have been better. You're and, your own worst critic. <laughs> yeah, I was so upset. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, this is crap. But then it was just like, okay, you need to calm down, you need to relax, this is your first project you ever did. Um, and you're so young to yeah. have that under your belt, that's such an accomplishment. yeah. But I still was like, so there's so many parts where I was just like, oh, I could have done this better. I could have done that better or, you know, like, but that's what, you know, life's about. It's just about doing, making mistakes and learning from them and trying not to repeat them. Mm -hmm. But it was cool to see that. And, you know, talking to people who have made films before, they're like, you're never going to be happy with it. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to be happy. though. (laughs) And I was just like, I guess it's not going to happen. But no, it's cool. Do you think that there was added pressure since you were in that leadership role? Yeah, I think that. It was a lot of pressure for me, and it really it made me have to be a leader really quick and really fast because I was dealing with money and I was dealing with paying people and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I had some challenges, man. I found out that I wasn't a good leader sometimes and, and kind of swallowing that pill and being like, Kent, you messed up. And it was just like, oh, man. Uh, but just kind of going through that and then, you know, the people that I worked with were my friends, which is so hard sometimes mm-hmm. working with your friends because, you know, there's also a thing that you have to take home after it and you have to see those people and you still, you know, go to the same events or you hang out with the same friends. When you have to be their boss. Yeah. And so it it's hard to do that. Um, but it was a really great learning process for me. Um, would I do it again? I don't know. Really? I, I mean, I would for sure make a film, for mm-hmm. sure, 100%, but I think I would go about it differently, which I think is the best thing you can do, take from a thing is just figure out how you would take it differently. And I'm sure after my second film, I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe that didn't work out as good as, you know, there was some great moments in the first one that I didn't have. Um, but, you know, yeah, just being smarter and being, like, uh, a leader right off the bat because I think I was, you know, kind of – because I didn't know what I was doing. And so I kind of played that for a bit. I was like, whoa, I have no idea what I'm doing. So you're going to tell me what I'm going to do and I'm going to listen where – you know, kind of like quiets the artist inside of you because you think that someone else has more power or more knowledge. And so that's something that I'm learning as well is that we're all equal and we're all deserving because I find myself apologizing so much. Like, I'm so sorry, am I in your way or da-da-da? And so I think that's just a part of growing up too. Yeah. So it was a cool, you know, that's the best thing about being an artist is that, you know, it betters your craft and then it betters you as a human being because I'm just trying to grow up to be the best human possible. <laughs> I think that's what we're all hoping yeah. for. Yeah. So I, I what, hope so, yeah. What are you going to be doing when you go up to the camp at Big Bear this time? Uh, I, well, I'm working on film again. So I'm, okay. uh, so, we'll, so you are doing it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know 
I'm going to do it again. But actually, this weekend, I'm going to be doing it again. Right. And so I'm just, you know, we kind of make like a, you get sign a little group and you make a little film, like film, like a short film there. So you get like two days to do it and then you get to kind of show it after at the end so I really had no idea what's going to happen last year I did like improv and then the year before I did dance and obviously and so it's just kind of you know I really want to get into like learning more about writing because writing is something that scares me the most I absolutely hate it I hate like punctuations and grammar <laughs> and like the worst speller in the world and, darn uh, Oxford comma <laughs> yeah D- don't even ask me about a comma um, but so yeah so I think the, my motto in life is just kind of go after the things you're afraid of because obviously you're afraid of them for a reason and fear is sometimes an emotion that is can give you strength you know because i feel like it's just like one step away from strength and if you follow it then you can you know gain something from it yeah. but yeah i'm not excited but i'm excited but i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so moving forward what are your goals for the future you hope to yeah i mean write my more, create more i want to be in films more obviously i want to that's my passion uh you know i'm really interested in plays right now just because i want to fill up my time and and right now i'm trying to enjoy the work i'm trying to enjoy class as much and really just dive into like shakespeare i'm working on that right now and all these things that i kind of missed out in college and just really do the work Mm -hmm. for the future i would love to be in films that didn't involve dance that were you know strictly just pieces of you know art and and movies and and um but that's the goal so hopefully You know, and television's coming up. This, um, you know, guest stars and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully, something will click there. And yeah, just auditioning and seeing where it kind of goes. Um, and dancing. I'm obviously yeah. still doing. People are just like, "Don't give up dance." I'm like, "I'm not giving up dance." You know, I'm still being an artist, and I think that's the most important thing. But uh, you know, I still go around and tour at dance conventions where I teach, and I get to um, be with all you know. All, the kids who are training, which is a really awesome opportunity for them and for me because I get to go up in front of like thousands and thousands of kids and kind of talk to them and do that. But uh, touring with a couple conventions, Excel in Motion and Hollywood Vibe, which kind of, you know, there's I'm sure if you go online, there's a city close to you that you can go. and attend. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, it's kind of like that's always there. And I'm always doing that. Yeah. Um, but. There are a lot of actors or dancers who transitioned into acting successfully like the Julianne Hobbs right, and the, the Channing Channing Tatum. Tatum's. Um, is there a certain person's career who you hope to emulate? Yeah, I mean, I obviously am a huge fan of kind of like the young male actors like a Joss Hutchinson in, in The Hunger Games or uh, mm-hmm. Logan Learman from Perks of Being a Wallflower, which I kind of love. But um, Do you get a lot of comparisons to the Zac Efron since it was the Disney Channel? Yeah. You know, then there's like everyone kind of tries to compare it, but yeah, I always like to explain them as like you know your kids. You know, you go up to your mom and go, "Who's your favorite, me or Jared?" And they're like, "You're two different kids, and I love you both the same." And so you can't really compare the kids, Um, but yeah, you kind of get that. And then you know the fear of like being stuck in the Disney world and all that kind of stuff. But I just, I just know that you know cream rises to the top so if you do the work and you do everything that you need to do then eventually your time will come and there's enough pie for everybody so you're gonna get fed but i'm i'm excited to see if there's a second one i'm excited to see what kind of disney has to offer and all that kind of stuff and what happens you know you never know you just gotta be open yeah 
So are you in acting classes right now? Yes. Okay. I'm in like three. What? Really? Yeah. Which ones? Okay. Well, right now I take um, like a vocal class to work on like to sp- speech and Shakespeare and all that kind of stuff. And then I do a class down in Venice. And then I'm taking an Alexander Technique class starting next week. Wow. Yeah. So I have no got joke. Your time full. Pretty well, much. right now it's like a really slow time for me because um, dance convention season doesn't start up until like fall mm-hmm. or like after November, and you know. You never know, like, when that happens or with movies or all that kind of stuff happens that wouldn't happen until after the new year. Yeah. So it's just like, wow, I have downtime. I'm, you know, and yesterday I took a harmonica lesson. I heard you play harmonica. Yes. <laughs> and so that's like, I was, I love it. you get it. hooked on that? Well, my brother always played growing up and then I was just like, whoa, I want to, I want to be, I want to do an instrument. I, I want to be an instrument. <laughs> I want to play an instrument. And I was just like, well, what's something simple? And I was like, oh, harmonica. You can keep it in your pocket and all Do you have it with you? I have it in my car. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I was just, I think it's the blues and all that kind of stuff is just so freaking awesome. Yeah. And so I just want to learn how to do that. And like my friends are like, they want to be in a band and want to call it like Salty Hummus. And it's like a folk band. I was like, (laughs) I want to be in your band. And I just want to learn because I think that's a really awesome thing to kind of intertwine everything is music and all that kind of stuff and learning that and music theory and all that kind of stuff, which is like freaking math to me. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I think it's really fun. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be good. Do One you sound day. it out more or do you read music? Oh, I sound it out for sure. Okay. And yeah, cause all those like Piggerty thirds and the, that of the trouble clubs. And I was like, what does that mean? Just <laughs> tell me if I blow in or blow out, you know, on the floor. <laughs> and, um, so, but I'm, one day I'm just gonna be able to like pull it out for you and yeah. just. So you've go just to been town. teaching yourself. What teaching what? Yourself. Yeah, I have, okay. and now I'm taking lessons. Okay. You can go on like YouTube and like do tutorials and all that kind of stuff. People their harmonica lessons. Yeah, oh, it's That's not crazy. I know I'm That's bringing it back, intense. but it's you think it, that it's simple, you know, because there's only ten holes, but then it's like you breathe in or out, so there's mm-hmm. twenty different notes, and then you can like cover certain. And ones then and it's then, yeah. and then I just learned this thing called bending, which I was just like, whoa! So you just, like do different mouth like and tongue movement to create another note within that note and i was just like okay so i thought what? this was gonna be a lot easier than i thought but i was like if shakir can do it i can do it <laughs> so we'll see we'll see um i just played the recorder when i was in everybody day. did and there you know there's only so much you can do yeah. so many sh- twinkle twinkle play, little star will go on by <gasps> yeah Celine. Yeah. <laughs> um so when you do get free time other than playing harmonica what do you do uh well, I love I love being outdoors. Um, I love hiking. I love swimming, and I love being active. Um, and most recently, which I love so much, are planting gardens. Really? I love being aware uh, and conscious about your health, and I think that it's really important to kind of grow your own food. And I, it's so funny because I come from agriculture city of America, and I'm coming out here, and I was just like, you know, kind of like, whoa, that's not who I am. But then now I'm out here, I'm like, whoa, I. I have such a passion for like growing my own tomatoes Back and to corn. Your roots, literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally. And like being like kind of just being conscious of like GMOs and, and permaculture, which is kind of like planting all the essential things for you to uh, sustain by yourself, you know, so you wouldn't have to go to the store. And, and there's a organization that I just checked out Wednesday and it's kind of like an after school program and they teach these kids how to grow organic foods and then how to cook them. And it's not just like peanut butter and jelly. Like they cook like gourmet foods and there's these kids that are like, you know, in elementary school. And so, um, I really want to like keep being involved in that, which I think is super fun. That's cool. Yeah. So 
We are to the section, the shameless plug section. So tell us, you know, Twitter handle, it remains, anything that you want to plug. Yeah. Okay. So my Twitter is at Kent underscore Boyd. And same for the Instagram is Kent underscore Boyd. Check out It Remains. Uh, there's a website we have. It's um, www.itremains.com. And then we also have the trailer up online. So you can kind of go through that website and kind of link up with anything other than there. Also, I have a clothing line on Sugar and Bruno that I'm designing and some new apparels coming out. So check that out and get your tanks and your tees and your summer gear and your dance stuff on there. And, um, yeah, check out Hollywood Vibe, the dance convention, and Excel in Motion. Uh, Excel in Motion kind of kicks off in November, kind of over on the East Coast and up in Massachusetts and all of that. So, cool. If you want to see me, go to one of those cities. <laughs> So you can find all the Chatting with Kathy episodes on iTunes and YouTube, as well as all of the AfterBuzz TV after shows. You can follow me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. And Kent, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.